Hello, everybody. We have a pre-show ad, but you want to stick around because Charlie doesn't know anything about this. Charlie. I'm going into it blind. I decided, I was like, let's, well, this actually wasn't my idea. This was actually Rachel of Two Geminis and a Leo's idea, but I took it and ran with it. And yeah, decided to jump into an AI text generator and was like, I want to write an ad for this show and let AI do this for us. And so for all of you listening right now, we're going to talk about the Jim and Jupe tour that is coming up in just weeks now, like two, three weeks. Listen, like weeks, two weeks away, two, two and a half weeks. Yeah. And so this is what I fed it. Witches, the witch bitch amateur hour and two Geminis and Leo are going on a whirlwind tour of magic and laughter. That's all I gave it. That's all I gave it. Okay. okay. And here we go. You ready? What did it do? It's a girl's night of scary stories. (laughs) Tarot card readings, a silly activity, which is true. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. uh, This is a personal favorite of mine. Awesome snacks, scary snacks, and good company. We can't promise that there will be scary snacks. I don't even know what a scary snack is. <laughs> like a like a like a food poisoning snack? Yeah, like a botulism. Um, here we go. <laughs> this is this is where we go to learn how to let go of our fears and embrace the silly nope. magic of the everyday world. Well, okay, that's true. No, some of this is actually fair. I was like, I, I accept this. This all caps is where we learn magic and practice our gifts. For the creative mind expanding nerd who has always been searching for magic. <laughs> I didn't do anything Did to this dude. Get, <laughs> Did we just get roasted by AI? I think, I think we got a little honey roasted. Yeah, because I didn't do anything. I put the prompt in and this is legitimately what spit out. I couldn't believe it. Uh, for for the creative, mind-expanding nerd who has always been searching for magic and that yet never had a way to access it. For a seasoned right. witch, eager for the new experiences and challenges. For the silly, wicked witch who can't wait to share her tricks with a few unsuspecting ladies. That's me. I'm, I'm the wicked witch. That You ready to share your yes. tricks? <laughs> I want to share my tricks with the ladies. With the ladies! <laughs> and then there's a story about a woman who believes she is the worst witch of all and in the process come to realize that she is not (laughs) a a tale a a tale about learning magic from scratch a tale about what happens when you open yourself up to the unexpected a tale about following your heart and finding it in unexpected places a tale about being a badass witch who was a little off her rocker just a little (laughs) (laughs) look i don't know where ai is getting this information uh but so far spot on man i it it deviates for one line and then it kind of gets back in it Okay, so it ends with right there. So okay, we had the, a, a tale. We're really being on topic with a tale, a tale, you know, in building. So a tale of being a badass witch who's a little off a rocker, just a little. And then it's, I wrote it for my mom and wanted to share it. And then boom, back in. <laughs> it's, it's a little spooky, a little weird, and just a little magical. Because that's what magic does, you know? 
makes you a little different. So, and then there, there we go. That's it. <laughs> I wrote it for my mom and I wanted to share it. So, um, so please, please come see us at this tour that we wrote for our moms. And we want to share it with you. Yes, guys. Night or the days April 15th, April 16th, April 22nd, April 23rd. So we've got those two first dates in Philadelphia, then the 22nd in Nyack, New York, and then the 23rd in Moncton, Maryland, Baltimore area. Um, come on out and see us. We're just a few weeks away. We need also, to, we need listen, to see you. In order, those nights, those dates, we've got Emo Night, Wild West Night paranormal night and and ended it up with prom night i gotta tell you i think i'm the most fucking psyched for western night um it's gonna be we the ideas that we've got spilling out of our heads for western night ridiculous the costumes that we're gonna have are you fucking kidding me uh we encourage you to dress up we may or may not have like best dressed prizes um or whatever i don't know man but come see us please uh purpose.com slash tour for more info. Macy, we're here finally. Years and years and years and years and years. Five. And years after our first experience episode. We're here with our second experience episode. No, no, no. We have had more than, uh, we've had, this is our third, I think, if not our fourth. Uh, We had uh, Amber, Amber Energy, do our astrology readings. Uh, So we're here doing our third or possibly fourth experience sode. Yeah. I don't know, man. But... This is the one that from the beginning, I feel like we always use as the example. You know, when we first started talking about experience episodes, yeah. we were like, you know, like, we'll go, we'll go do Reiki or something. Because I don't, I don't understand how Reiki works. Yeah, I, and I think for our own uh, individual reasons for that, too, um, just, and I, I, I've always been very curious about Reiki. I'm very uh, private. So mm. that whole concept of letting someone physically into my field uh, and and yeah. like just move things around in there, you know, uh, yeah. I just felt very um, intimidating for me. And uh, so I've been very curious about Reiki for a long time. We're finally fucking here talking about it to you. Yes. Yes. And in all honesty, we had our sessions weeks ago and i feel like to some degree yeah things get in the way um of us putting out the episode but to some degree i needed to process i i think um because it wasn't just experiencing the reiki and going home and being like well that was that you know to try to put it into words and talk about um to try to put it in the format of this podcast where people could listen, perhaps if you've never had Reiki or, or you're interested in it, to, to kind of talk about what it was like. Uh, we also have an interview later in the episode from yes. the practitioner herself, uh, yes. who also, Mace, you know, on a very, uh, on a much more, a uh, a much more personal nature, I guess, because she, she was yes. there. 
Yes, she was my 200-hour yoga teacher training instructor. So, yeah, we, we've met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which was interesting because, and we talked about this a little bit in the uh, interview, and I didn't really kind of get into it, but it, it was interesting for me because you already knew each other. You two knew each other. Uh, and I didn't. So there was a little bit of that. I don't want to say apprehension, but it's just, you know, that feeling whenever you meet someone new and there was a little bit of that feeling of like, oh, God, what are they going to know we, or feel? Can we stop. Can we talk about can we talk about the moment that she introduced yes. herself to you and she was like, I'm Summer. And you were like, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and as soon as I said it, Hobby, and as soon as I, Hobby, exactly, exactly, ah, biscuits. Um, as soon as I said it, I knew I knew you were not gonna let that shit slide. It was so funny. I don't know what came over me. I heard an S, and I filled in the rest. Um, but having, having not known her, ah, biscuits. <laughs> okay uh wow uh having not known her there was a little bit of the i don't know this person like oh are, are they gonna judge my feelings or are they gonna get into my they're gonna get right. into my emotional state and feel me and judge my oh no yeah was you know this person is about to see you you know yeah yeah and uh, that being said, she's incredibly warm and, and an inviting person and a very calming presence. And it was it was a wonderful time. How should we do this? Do you want to talk about maybe the first time you ever heard about Reiki? Do you remember? Um, it? Not really. I don't really remember it. I, I It's mm. just something that I, I feel like it's tangled up in the web of uh, the insanity of when I first got into witchcraft. It's just because uh, it's it yeah. shows up really quickly. Um, I had never had it done uh, very quickly on into yours and our practice, just like going to the witchy bazaars and public events. I'd seen Reiki being done. Uh, so I knew about it. Um, but never looked into it for myself personally, uh, because it didn't feel at the time, you know, like something that I would be interested in. So for a really long time, I would say up until only a year or so ago, um, I didn't really know that much. Yeah. And I still and don't. even, uh, for sure. Yeah. There's, it feels like one of those things that you're, you're going to be learning for quite a while, which is yeah. why there are different layers like different levels of of uh when you go in and, and you learn it you know you can say like i'm a level one reiki practitioner or two or i believe what is it is it the third level that's the master level yes um because there is so much to learn and i very first heard about reiki when i was in massage therapy school and before uh, yeah. i was a witch and i was just like i'm I like essential oils a lot. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember being in class and one of our classmates was a practitioner, I believe. And she did some work on one of our other classmates and she came back to tell the tale. And she, it, I, this sticks out to me. She said that when she was laying there on the table and our friend, the, the practitioner, put her hands over her heart, the receiver's heart. She said it felt like 
our friend was pulling a like a scarf or something out of her body mm-hmm. uh, while as she was doing and for some reason that really really stuck with me and i think it was because i was familiar with the concept of energetic healing i was familiar with the concept of using your hands or you know parts of your body to help clear cleanse the energy whatever i was referring to at at the time i was but i was not familiar with it in a way that could cause a physical sensation Mm. and that's sort of what led me on to see like what's the difference between energy healing as sort of a catch-all term and the very you know specific thing that is reiki uh so it's always been something that lives in the back of my head and I had, <laughs> I did have about 15 minutes of Reiki once. Uh, you, me, and Lyra went to a witchy bazaar. And they were doing sessions uh, of Reiki out there. And I remember I, I did the quickest one that they had. And it was it was an experience. It was not, however I feel, full. It, it's always, you know, it's like the difference between getting a full, luxurious, you know, 60-minute massage with, like, the hot towels and the bed yeah. and the spa music versus sitting in the chair for five minutes, you know, at the mall. Yeah. Where they, yeah. like, have the chair massage. So, and not that it, not to say that it was a bad experience. It wasn't. It was yeah. it, it was. It was just quick opening. and public. It was just quick and public is the thing. Um, but that is, yeah. thus far... Or up until this point where we're going to get into us having our actual sessions. That's my only experience with Reiki. And I, I was always intrigued by it. I never once, uh, unlike unlike a lot of things that we've talked about, like astrology and uh, the aura photos and things like that. I went into this not really ever once being skeptical. And I want to put that out, out up front that this is something that I, I have a hard time going into with the level of skepticism skepticism um so if you're i have skeptic, to agree with that's that cool that's chill but it it is definitely i think affected the way that i view this yeah 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 i came in here believing something was going to happen i just didn't know mm-hmm. what or how it was going to go but people that i trust very much have had incredible like in- incredible experiences with reiki and i believe them yeah of course i do you know and so it's like i I know it's real, uh, but I didn't know what to expect. So I did. I I will admit to that. Like, I, I wasn't going in here with a um, sense of disbelief, really. Not yeah. not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was not much to dispel for me. No. It, it was more no. just letting it letting it happen to me in a way that I was, I was very open, very open to it. Yes. Um, yeah. And with that, I think we could kind of get into how our sessions went. Yeah, it one fucking relaxing AF, my guy. Like, yeah, and I don't know if I was expecting oh. that. I okay, I was just because I'm very familiar with this studio, I'm familiar with mm. that room. Um, I have mm-hmm. had things done, uh, like I've had acupuncture done in that room by a different practitioner there. And so like, I knew, I knew that the bed could get, you know, like, could get warm and that it raised up and down. Like I knew all the, I knew all the goodies in there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I just, I, I went in and I, 
I went in with the, and this is just something that I deal with personally, is I have a hard time letting my guard down around people that I am professionally involved with because I teach up at the studio, you know? Right. And so Makes sense, I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've always just been like, I've got to be totally, completely like buttoned up and rock solid in front of people <laughs> yeah. that I work for. And so it was like, that was one thing I went into being like, I'm just going to fucking get over. I'm going to have, I'm just going to get over that today. She's just going to find out what mm. she finds out and she's going to dig around in there and I'm going to let it happen. And so that was a good exercise for me. And I really enjoyed it because summer, summer can just do that to you in general. Mm. Um, and I, I sent her a text just a minute ago because I was editing the interview before we started this. And she's just got a really good voice, you know, and mm-hmm. it just you just feel very comfortable. And she's someone who's been practicing yoga for like, I think, over for like over 20 years, you know, so and like and living yogically. So it's like you're just around someone that you're like, I can I can be myself here. I can settle down and I can just. I can tr- I can just trust that this is going to be a place I can be vulnerable in, which that was a theme in my whole session. It carried through the whole thing was yeah vulnerability. And I do want to say that um, we put a little recorder in the room <clears throat> and recorded our sessions. And at the time, I fully thought like, oh, we'll edit these down. Like, we'll edit all the quiet parts out and we'll kind of let you guys sit in with these sessions with us and, and hear what went down. But uh, Macy and I talked and we were like, mine got kind of personal. <laughs> like, so I don't yeah. think we'll be <laughs> including uh, like the actual, the actual session audio, uh, but we will talk about them, you know, yeah. and there, there were definite themes in mine as well. Uh, and I guess before we kind of too late, but before we fully jump the gun, if you're not aware of what Reiki even is, we should have started with that, but we didn't. <laughs> if you're not really fully aware of what Reiki is, it is a style of healing or energy manipulation. Um, I wonder if there's like an, an exact, I'm going to Google if there's like an exact uh, definition. The definition, textbook definition yeah. of Reiki. <laughs> Find it in the glossary of the internet. Here we go. This is from definitions from Oxford Oxford languages. Reiki, oh. noun, a, he, a healing technique based on the principle that the therapist can channel energy into the patient by means of touch to activate the natural healing process of the patient's body and restore physical and emotional well-being. So think of it as emotional massage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the only thing that I would change to that is that some practitioners do not li- like seem Don't to t- they'll hu- they might hover. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, even as Summer themselves said, sometimes that connection is better. You, you, and I and I understood what she meant when she said this. Like sometimes it is a better. You feel the energy connection better when there's a little gap between you and a person's body mm-hmm. versus putting your hand directly on them it's almost like that lack of physical sensation allows for you to sort of pick up on that yeah emotional um output i guess uh listen i don't know how exactly it works but macy went first you you went up I first did. uh before your session you had a infrared sauna i don't know what was that like I, I didn't do that i was 
I had too much coffee that yeah. day, and if I if you I got one degree hotter, I was gonna puke. Yeah, yeah, and that sauna gets hot. I love. I'm no stranger to that infrared sauna. Um, mm-hmm. I love it very much. It's a little box that you sit in, and it's a dry, dry heat because it's like infrared heat. And um, like warm, it's like a microwave. I, like it, it heats you from the inside out, right? Like, it does, yeah. It just, and <laughs> I um, I really like it, and I like it too because it, my body does not overheat very easily. Mm. It can take a tremendous amount of heat, and so I have to sit in that thing. Like I, for real, like I can put it on the like the most like you know you're gonna sweat your fucking balls off setting, and it might be like. 45 minutes long jesus and i don't and it might get up to like 128 degrees or whatever and i'm not sweating until the last eight minutes seriously like in those last eight minutes it's like goddamn niagara falls but like that's what it takes you know and your blood feel like it's like it's flowing freer when you're warm like that it does it feels really nice Mm. you know and to sweat because i don't sweat that easily my i just don't heat up well at all mm. and so to like to get so that nervous, warm and to actually in... sweat yes i do i cold sweat though when i'm nervous i tremble sweat and that's like the yeah. gross kind of stank sweat because like honestly like i've gotten little, out of the infrared sauna and been like shaky disgustingly sweaty like i've been big time sweaty out of the infrared and i've like just dried off with like yeah i'll dry off with a towel and like still have to go run an errand or whatnot afterwards and like I'm fine. But like after yeah. a flight, when I have cold sweat, I as I have yeah. said, I smell, I've told you, I smell like chemical warfare. Mm, mm, mm. And on that note, we are two weeks away from getting on a plane to go to our tour. Yes, we are. Two weeks away, guys. If you are wanting to see us and you're anywhere near the Northeast, please check out anahottispurpose.com slash tour. Did you like we that? We got little three little? cities. We got Philly. And Nyack, New York, and Baltimore. Come to one of them. Yeah. Come to all of them. Come to one of them, though. That would be really good. Yeah. You better be there or we're going to yeah. fucking scream. Um, yeah. We'll, all right. We'll know. So the point, we'll know. We'll find you. Uh, the point of the infrared sauna was to what? And we get into more of this later in the interview, but... To just kind of heat up the body, but also just raise up the energy a bit, kind of raise the field Mm -hmm. up, heat the body up. And uh, the reason for that is to make me a little bit more accessible, perhaps my field a bit more open and accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as she kind of described, like, kind of easier to let her in uh, as she starts and she starts with what is called an aroma touch session. So it does involve physical touch and there's a bunch of essential oils and I fucking loved it i dude we smelled so good it ah oh, mm. we rolled into that chinese buffet and smelled like a couple of queens yeah oh yeah yeah, oh. yeah. especially like full of those corn nuggets that they had there oh, yes man we'll get to them corn nuggets and so <laughs> that went on for that was like 30 minutes of the session and as summer 
told us ahead of time, like, yes, Reiki is, she is practicing Reiki and you did definitely feel it. And you, you, like, that's what was going on. But she's also clairaudient and she channels from guides and just spouts out messages and in kind of this state that she's in. And I, me and you were like, lit. We're so in. Yeah. Like, yeah. we love it. See, I didn't, <laughs> the thing is, is I didn't blink an eye. And, I didn't and either. Way, yeah, I for, just like, uh, I forget yeah. sometimes that like sometimes when pe- people might come in and like you might say this to them and they might be like blink 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 but but yeah i forget that that's that not everybody's just like give it to me yes yes so that started happening um mm. it, you know in the aroma touch session like it that was yes. just it was there was a lot of um a lot of conversation that happened and can we talk about the did you get the the blinking lights and like the little the yes. little ghosty things that happened in the room during your session too yes 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 <laughs> yes and it was very cute because it, it would often happen after she would make a statement like pass down a message yeah uh which she makes clear that it is not she, you know what she does is is uh she's called it uh, appropriately she's called it a heal uh i'm sorry what was it a healing session or a ther- yes, um, healing session a healing session sorry it totally fell out of my brain so you know it's a little different than a strictly reiki sex- session so it was a little more customized i think to what we were looking for but uh you may not get messages from your practitioner during your reiki you know uh however yeah we did and i want to talk about it oh yeah because she would say something and and then after she would say like uh, I don't know if this is, you know, going to make sense to you or whatever, and she'd say it, and a it would hit you like a bomb, like you'd be like oh of course that makes sense, but b the little lights would start flickering, and it, it was just got to where it was almost funny, where it was like spirits yeah. just like, I, I, what I'm saying is true. Yes, yes, and something that I really appreciated. Um, with summer in this reading is that she was com- she was having a conversation with someone else and mm-hmm. she would just say something and be like mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, yeah that's what yeah and so she, yeah she'd, she'd, she'd do a lot of like to like, her guide exactly it's almost like, it almost sounded like when someone is on the telephone and they're kind yeah. of trying to talk to both to you, both of you, you know, because you, you'd hear yes. them and very clearly they're not speaking to you. You know, they'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they'd like turn their mm-hmm. attention to you and she'd be like, OK, so here's here's what's going on. Yeah. You know? And it's you kind of. <laughs> yeah, it felt very much like listening into somebody else's uh, phone call, you know. Um, but yeah, so we started off with that that aroma touch, which was gorgeous. Mm. And it was a oh. way to to loosen up and to kind of flow into getting really receptive. Yes. For I was the Reiki. And, a and when limp washcloth by the time it was mm-hmm. like actually Reiki time. I was there was no yes. no any no tension anywhere in me at all. I yeah, I was not nervous uh anymore. And I, I don't know if I would say I was fully nervous going into it, but I was um just unaware of of how it would happen. What what would it feel like? Would it be scary? And there was none of that left. Yeah, my guard was so, all down, totally yeah, down. Yeah, no guard. And um, I liked that too because I don't do that very well. And so 
that but that was largely the theme uh and it was fun because her guide at least for me is a little bit cheeky and has a yes. good sense of humor which was really yeah. enjoyable for me and it it was very direct and it communicated in a way that i appreciate you know and uh, like almost in a uh <sighs> I, I don't even know the way to describe it, but like the way that you talk to someone when it's just like, no, you, you already know this already. I, you, you know this already. I'm just telling you something that you already know, but you're making me have to tell yeah. you because you just keep forgetting, you know, it was just all kind of like yes. one of those. It's just like, and here I am telling you again, what you already fucking know or what you should know. And I just, yeah. I, I do well with that kind of communication, very direct, like don't beat around the bush with me. And it was it was interesting and a lot of it came back to you know you've done well having this guard up and it's helped you get to places and help you get to kind of the the threshold of healing you know and now you've healed enough to maybe drop the guard down and like go go deeper and that was a big part of the session yeah. um and getting into the energetic parts and places of blockage and things like that. So it it really the theme of all of that just kind of threaded its way through the the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And that was that was really nice because I like it when things are wrapped up in sort of cohesive little packages like that. Um mm -hmm. because it just sort of drives it home when you get this theme presented again and again and yeah sometimes there were like little one-offs that was like hey this is unrelated but you know and there'd be like a separate message you're like oh okay cool tuck that one away but for 90 percent uh, of of the time it was very related to one topic and and to touch on her guide um i remember she told me that her guide will will sort of uh chameleon a little bit into the most palatable <laughs> way yeah. to be received by the person she is working on like you know kind of know how that person needs their information delivered um and and be a little bit more uh serious or maybe a little more playful or uh maybe a little bit tough lovish or very soft depending on what that person needs um and it was funny that uh, a, a running theme within my session was uh humor as sort of like the Mm -hmm. The barricade, the coping mechanism, stuff like that, and I feel like uh, the, there was a, there was a little bit of of working on that because it, it seems like a lot of messages came in the form of like funniness or like a joke, you know, mm -hmm. and it would be very much like ha ha ha, here's this funny thing, tee hee, but seriously though, <laughs> you know, and it was like, isn't this funny? But really, please listen to what I'm saying. It's funny, but, but yeah. listen. Retain this. I'm going to sandwich yeah. this in a nice tasty yeah, yeah, fluff yeah. that you could swallow, but like, please pay yeah. attention to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I appreciated that very much because it did, it keep it, it kept it very light. And um, even as somebody who works with spirit and talks to spirit a lot, sometimes when someone says that they work with spirits, I immediately, even though I know it's not this way, I immediately assume it's going to be this like heavy, um, very ceremonious very uh, right uh, um what's the word i'm looking for you know like just a serious thing and yes. um it, it's nice to kind of to not have it always always be that way but after that aromatherapy touch and some messages we get into the meat we get into the yes. real dick meat of today's of today's we subject do. and we're doing uh, uh reiki 
I had some wild things happen in this session. I did too. Um, physically as well as mm -hmm. just like in my mind in the form of revelation. Yeah. 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 And I, I want to start light because I know we both had an experience like this in our session. Um, but at one point uh, I'm laying there, I'm, I'm, re I'm receiving, I'm face down on the little table and I started to get a headache. Now see, at this point I'm saying headache, but it's like, I almost don't even quite remember. Maybe it was an earache. This is, this is weird. We talk about this later on about how sometimes when you're in the spiritual space, you come out of it and you don't remember everything quite perfectly. Yes. But I had a headache uh, or something, some kind of ailment was just beginning to start. It was just forming. And I was kind of like, oh, fuck, here we go. And right at that moment, I, I felt her kind of pause. And she's like, I'm getting a pain like behind my eyebrow. Are, are you are you having like a headache or something right now? And it was right when it started. And I remember yes. just being like, that was my first, I think, of many, oh, shit, moments. Yeah, whoa. And I know you have one um, like, oh, my God, how did you know? Yes, 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 I did. With mine, this was right at the, at like a flare up of like this whole tooth journey that I've been on that is mm. at least finally somewhat settled back down. And at this time, I was having a a pretty pretty frequent ache flare up of like one of my lower uh like left or right teeth and mm. it was it was starting to be at least a daily occurrence but probably like a multi-day multi-times a day occurrence and i haven't i hadn't really mentioned it and she was you know working around and whatnot and the same thing happened to where she stopped right there and was like picking it up she was like do you have like jaw pain? something i feel something in your yeah. lower right jaw and i was just like oh my god you know and like kind of blinked for a second and i was like yes and what is the most interesting to me about it all is that the next day was when it truly got into like the danger mm -hmm. zone like, and i mm -hmm. had the appointment and i was like waiting on it and because my teeth were it was cracked I've, i had ground my teeth so hard they were broken and so it was like but the next day was when it was like you need to go get this done and yeah. uh so i i actually no i'm i'm incorrect it was like when it I had not made the appointment yet, and I'd kind of just been like, because who wants to go to the goddamn dentist? Plus, it's super fucking expensive. And so I'd just been dealing with it. And then it was after that reading when she picked up on it. And then the next morning, I had ground so hard, I guess, that it got worse that I called the dentist at like 8 o'clock. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I have to come in. Like, it, it was just like, we, it, here it is. So I feel like she also picked it up because it was about, like, it was about to be so much worse. You know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean that's just crazy that any anyone could pick up. It, to me, it's almost I, crazier that someone could yeah. pick up on a physical feeling that you're having because I I'm fully here. I'm like, yeah, dude, feed off the emotions I'm feeling and tell me what's wrong with me. But feeling yes. a headache or like an oncoming tooth, any anything like that is like, huh? How yeah. did you do it? Uh, yeah. 
And there was an, I had two. She sensed another one. Um, She sensed the blockage in my wrist that was fucked up for so long, which I didn't really talk about in teacher training that much. Not to say that I think that she's a fraud because I don't. I believe her 100%, but just as like, you know, devil's advocate. Like, Mm. I didn't really talk about that. You know, I talked about it beforehand on the show, but like, you know, that just kind of, I was so happy that it was better. I almost didn't even want to talk about it. I didn't even want to acknowledge that it even could happen again. Um, But she picked up that there was a big stagnant block right there. Like things had not flowed right and they still were. And it was exactly in the spot in which I had bursitis for over a year in that wrist and couldn't move it. Bursitis. Yeah, sucked. Uh, bursitis always sounds so severe to me. I forget that it it elicits a a, a, a react almost an. It direction. sounds it sounds like an infection. It it, it doesn't it sound like a flamed a flamed fluid sack, but it is. Uh, gross. Um, <laughs> now on from sort of the phys- the physical thing. There there was another really strange moment that happened. Uh, to me, and you could argue that this is physical, in, in that I felt, in that it was a physical thing in my body. But sure, we were talking. Um, she was feeling something from me that is pretty uh, deep and emotional for me. I guess as to be expected when someone is digging in your emotions. But absolutely, she was saying some stuff that was. I, you know, I know about it. You're not telling me new information, but it is, it's still rough. It's always a little rough to hear hard things. And um, I don't know if I was starting to like disassociate or, or what was happening, but all of a sudden my entire body just goes numb. And I feel very much like I, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but I feel very much like I floated to the ceiling. Um, which mm-hmm. is not uncommon in dis- disassociation, but like that's not usually how I experience will experience it. it and it, it was just this very out of body thing, but also super numb and sort of just head in the clouds. I feel like I sort of retreated to those comfortable upper upper chakras for me, you know, and it was just like, I'm gonna leave my body now, goodbye. And as soon as yeah. I did this, as soon as I was kind of feeling like I'm gonna. I'm going to do this out for a minute. She kind of, I, I forget how she even noted it, but she noted it. She was like, she was like, I feel like something's going on with you right now. She's like, do you, uh, I think she asked me if I could feel my hands. And I was like, no, dude, I can't. And I, was, and I remember I was just like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she kind of, she was like, okay. You know, and the thing is, is, if we're if we're thinking about it in like a therapy standpoint, and when I say therapy, I mean like a, a therapist, count licensed professional counselor kind of way, right? Like a like a head doctor, not an emotional doctor, right? Um, mm-hmm. The way you kind of get back into your body is through like this grounding situation. You know, you might want to look around the room and do the five things about five things, or feel your sensation in your body, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was almost expecting to get sort of talked down, like, back into my body in that way, which which would have been great, which would have been fine. But she was just mm-hmm. sort of like, here, let me fix this. And I don't know what she did or how she did it, but I just kind of, boom, I could feel my hands again. 
And then like, boom, I was aware that I was like inside. I could hear the music on the, on the stereo coming through or the stereo. I'm like an old person, but you know, I could hear the spa music again. And all of a sudden I could feel the warmth of the table again. I was just sort of coming back into myself. And, um, the idea that she kind of reached in there and grabbed me and pulled me back is, uh, it's a lot to digest for me. That's and, big. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and it made me just sort of, and, and I feel like in the moment I was sort of like, wow, that was crazy. And we moved on to other things, but that was like in the back of my head the whole time. I was like, what yeah. just happened? I could ramble about that moment for a long time. Yeah. I, there was a moment there. I want to say towards the end of the session. And at this point, I'm real wide open. I There's so many things that have happened. And she went to, and this was a moment of physical touch, and she put her hand on the bottom of my foot. And Okay, you referenced this when we had our oh, interview. And I didn't know what you were talking about. It was so intense. She had her hand on the bottom of my foot and was just like, there was just an energy exchange that was going on there. And it got to where her hand and my foot were so goddamn hot, both of them. And it was just, mm-hmm. I, you could absolutely feel, man, the only way I can describe it, you know, it's like when you know that you're doing ritual or spell work with someone else and you've made that connection and you can feel it, it felt like that, but intensified and zeroed in into one point of contact on my hand or on the bottom of my foot with her hand. It was just like, it got super warm and it was just basically this, like, we're, we're just kind of, I don't even remember because in my the memory is blown out by the feeling of just like and it was just exactly like golden light was just shoveling into the bottom of my foot and it was just like like a fire hose and you I could I could feel it and it kind of reminded me the physical the physical sensation of having this done um, reminded me of when you envision you know that the like envision yourself surrounded in light or uh, any kind of the visual work you do as protection or as for whatever reason you're doing your visual work you'll kind of get that all over feeling you know when i'm sitting there and i'm like okay i'm envisioning this protective you know fire or whatever around me you can kind of get that I, I'm just, the buzzies you'll get that little buzzy feeling you know you got bees under your skin but mm. In that moment, when somebody's like doing this to you, it is it's it's centered into that location yeah. that they're working. It was for me anyway. Um, yeah. And I also want to take a moment to say that, like, even though the this was our experience, don't expect. I'm not saying like don't expect anything. Don't ha- don't set expectations of what it should feel like for you, um, because Macy was you know she had things happen to her that didn't happen to me, and I'm sure vice versa. And that girl that I talked about at the beginning of the episode, where she said it felt like that scarf was being pulled out of her heart, I didn't feel that in particular, but I did feel something. So I just sort of want to be like, if you if you do go and get this, which you should, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. don't put crazy. Don't don't think you're going to be walking out just absolutely exploding with new experiences. You know what I mean? We've had 
like I said, weeks to sort of digest this and to remember things that happened in the session. But directly after, like, we were, we were gone. We were mentally beat down. Not beat down, but... Yeah, I know we were, I, we, we've, we did a little after interview that we filmed um, and we were both, we floated into that room and I just remember kind of looking at you coming in and you had kind of that same look and I was just like, yeah, but I was about 30 minutes ahead of you. So I was starting to come to, but I've, I took, I forgot to until you brought it up today because it's gone. The memory's gone. I talked for like 15 minutes alone in the actual practice space of the That's studio right. and just kind of did hip opening exercises. And I do not remember what I said. I think there's you long periods it. of it. Yeah, I did. I'll I'll have to yeah. put, we'll put this up. But like, there's periods in which I just kind of forget that I'm even on camera and I just stretch for a while. Like I, I was I, like, you watch me come kind of back down to, you have to earth digest again. it yeah yeah it was and a lot I actually, it was amazing i did a quite i did quite a bit of filming while you were having your session done and it was just sort of showing the space it's a, it's a beautiful studio it's a great studio if you're anywhere near the east texas area this is a we haven't even said the name of the place yet dude <laughs> we're losers uh it's yama <laughs> yoga right yama yoga studio yes yama yoga studio yeah. Well, we'll have it all in the notes. But my point here was, I think we could probably stand to maybe send all of our footage off and get it whipped up into something, maybe for the Patreons. Um, but it, it's worth a, it's worth a look to just, I think, have a sort of a little peek into the day that we had. Um, yeah. Um, share the space. But we needed to ground. Studio. We needed a ground so badly after this that uh, we oh went my and hailed an entire Chinese buffet. Yeah, um, it was. I remember just looking over because I wanted salt. My body was like, ground, please yeah. take salt. Ground. And I I just looked at you and I was like, I want Chinese buffet food. Like, I, yeah. it's all I can think about right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we were, I, I feel like my head didn't quite stand up straight for the rest of the day. I was just sort of lulling around. Yeah. And I got like real lost in traffic on the way to the buffet. I remember was that? You so me you were like confused. I was just, I was you starving. Were like, Did you blip into another plane of existence? Because it's by all rights. And I might I- have. You should, you might have. I like, might you have. You might have vibrated out Shit. of this one for a while because like it should not. You were right behind me, and then you weren't, and this four-minute drive yeah. took, like, 15 minutes, and I was just, like, I, I was literally, I smelled the food. I was parked yeah. right in the parking lot, smelling the food, just being, like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? Uh-huh. 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 I got there, and I was, like, oh, my God, it smells good, and you were, like, I know! Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm but... well aware. <laughs> but even after that, because we, we had food, and we kind of went our separate ways for the day, I feel like I went home. I like got a shower and got to like re-smell all of those oils coming off of my skin, which was amazing. And I th- I think I crashed. I think I crashed for like fifteen fucking hours. And uh, I uh, to be honest yeah. with you, I didn't really I didn't really think about it again. And it was just sort of that like a lot happened. My brain, you know, was sort of tucking me into bed. It was like a lot happened today, Charlie. We're not going to think about it until later. And I didn't. Um, but I will tell you that I took away some things from that session. And uh, 
again, I'm thinking of better answers to in our interview when she was like, what was the biggest thing you took away? She told me some stories um, and some analogies and, and some things that I have thought about every day since. And I have thought, I don't know if I've ever taken away from an experience something that I think about every single day as much as I have with this. Just just little ways to, and, and I'm not trying to be intentionally vague. I just, without getting too much into that personal side, mm-hmm. you know, without, or um, without getting too much into the personal side, sorry. It, my brain is, is literally buzzing right now. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> um, just, just ways to deal with emotional upsets and things that are, again, super, super deep. We talked yeah. about things that even if she didn't know it, because like, as we said, like she'll, she might say, Hey, I don't know what this means, but I just got this feeling of blank or yeah. my guy just said this and she may not know what it means, but like I'm on the table and I'm like, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And that's some old shit. <laughs> that's yeah. some old deep buried stuff. Yeah. Um, there was some inner child stuff uh, that, yeah came up that was a surprise to me that uh, Mm -hmm. not a surprise necessarily Mm -hmm. that it came up but surprised of what she was aware of without should have been well being aware you know shouldn't have known some of that yeah 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 and and again it leaves you with this feeling of whoa this is real Uh, yeah even when you weren't questioning it you know it's just it just really reaffirms it reaffirms things. And, um, I, uh, I found it to be extremely healing. Uh, now of course, from one session, you're not walking out fixed. <laughs> I no. didn't anyway. Um, I'm sure your mile, your mileage may vary on that, but it, it, a lot of things that were said in that session, I've been able to think back on and, and look at this information. Like it was new, like new information that, I haven't thought about maybe in years and years and years and years and years, but it's changed the perspective that I have on a lot of things and the continual healing that I have felt since that session has been profound for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've thought about a lot. And I want to do it again. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I could do that twice a year. I could do like a biannual healing session reset. Yeah. I, I mean, I could do it way more than yeah. that, but like I, 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 I see could do it like f- from a you know like a, a scheduling but I, I mean hell quarterly would be even better fuck it i was gonna say i think quarterly might be seasonally take personally yeah. um at least until you work through at, at least until you get through the the rough points and then when things become a little less serious probably yeah, probably monthly but you know at this point i'm like i don't know if i can have that level of a profound gut shattering <laughs> emotion <laughs> happened to me um but it was all good it was great it was there was nothing scary or bad or even even knowing what i know now i don't know if i would fully ever be like i'm not emotionally prepared for that right now i think it's sort of not that's not an that's not something that factored into it for me because just the act of being there with someone who is reaching in and manipulating you know or adding to or whatever they do <laughs> in the process yeah. of Reiki it, it sort of it sort of gets you emotionally ready like it's like gives you like you don't have the choice to not be emotionally ready because I'm in here fucking with your emotions <laughs> I, I know that they, that's not what they do but 
You definitely feel things. You definitely feel things when you're in there. And, you know, and I, I had the benefit in this case to, to know this practitioner um, and, you know, have that little bit of extra soothing. But as we talk about later in the interview, um, I, I do like, you know, the, the concept of like, I, I do want to, I kind of want to vibe with whoever it is. You know, if like I'm talking yeah. to them and it's like I'm I'm not really even if they're not being outwardly like mean, but I just I'm not I'm not feeling like a a willingness to open. I, I probably won't, you know, um, because it is, it is a, it's an intimate experience. Exactly. And I imagine that your practitioner can make or break the experience for you. Yes. Um which is something that worries me because if if you give this a shot, I think it has the potential to be incredibly, incredibly like an, a really important moment in your shit. Even if you're not healing from something, like it can just it can still be this little tune up, this little emotional tune up that yeah. can be so so important. And I feel like if you go see somebody who maybe you don't gel with, and and. Because there's not an immediate, like, I don't like them reaction. You may not understand, like, hey, they're a fine, they're a fine person, but maybe we're not, it, it could be better. You know what I mean? And so I just want to urge you, if you have tried it and you were like, eh, I didn't really like it. Or if you go and try it, you know, maybe try somebody else. I think because that, I think because you're, I think it could be a big proponent of how your overall experience is, is who you see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would think so, you know, and I, that's why I I hung back for so long, because, you know, I, one of my big ones is one I knew I wanted to be in a private space, just because mm. I would have a hard time letting my guard down publicly to be able to get, you know, to even let them do their work, you know, like I would be yeah. making it hard for them to do anything. Um, and hold on, I lost my train of thought. What See, was I did it too. I fully believe that there, there's there's an aura surrounding this experience because, like, that's the same kind of mush brain that you walk out with and, and you're just like, I remember things, but it's almost like you don't fully fucking remember them. Yeah. And you just have to let them bubble to the surface. And it's a little bit of a I – th- I just think you're in a very high emotional state. Even if you're not aware of it. And I don't mean in a bad way. Like, in a, like a panic attack is a, is a high emotional state. I just mean you're very – in your non-physical form. Yes. And remembering that can be easy or can be difficult. Well, and it can just feel very intense. You know, I was very floaty for, I think, probably mm-hmm. most of the rest of the day, just because yeah, sure. everything had to settle back down again. It all got raised up and, you know, I it's a very powerful experience, or at least this one was for both of us. And it just took a little bit for that to to kind of settle back, but it really was uh, very thought provoking, and I've thought about it a lot. And the mon- kind of like the mantra that came out of mine that her guide kept saying over and over, like in a lot, like because there was things on vulnerability, and there were things kind of on imposter syndrome, and uh, mm-hmm. you know things of that nature, and. Basically, it was business as usual. No, you've got mm-hmm. the tools already. You don't 
need to force anything. You don't need to do anything else. You just need to trust that where you are is what you are and keep going. Business as usual. And I have gone back to that little mantra a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and again, I we haven't really fully gone into each other's sessions, but I know that uh, earlier today we did speak about that, about the business as usual. And um, for me, I think the one that, that kind of came out of it, and this is less mantra, but it's sort of the story she told me, and I won't get into the whole thing, but she she asked me, she said, do you know about the cows and the buffaloes? And basically it's a, a story about how when a storm comes, the cows will run away from the storm and the buffaloes will run into it, right? Because the cows trying to prolong their experience outside of the storm, but the buffalo knows that if it goes through it, it's going to be over quicker, you know, and like the cow might have more time out of the storm, but that everything you're doing while you're out of the storm is to keep yourself from being in the storm. So therefore, are you really winning? You know? Um, so like run, run towards the storm has been one. I think that I I've thought about a lot. Uh, I like that. I cannot, I, I like it a lot. And, and, you know, and she did the, she did the full thing justice and, you know, to, and told me about it. And, um, but that, that has been incredibly powerful for me. And and also there's just something about it coming from, from spirit that makes it feel like, I don't know, infallible almost. Like you're just like, yeah, I know this is, I know this is good information because it didn't, it wasn't just like said to me because somebody wanted to say it, you know, it was, it was, yeah. this is higher, this is higher information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's special. Um, Mm. Yeah, no, I totally get what you mean. There are a few moments of that. And and it comes with that sense of validation of being like, okay, all right. Okay. You know, if, yeah. if, if you say so. Um, and very illuminating. I left it feeling more centered and kind of confident in myself and where I was yeah. and what I needed to do. Uh, and that was good for me because I, you know, I, it, there was no, not that I thought that there was going to be, but you can get this in the metaphysical world. There was no fear mongering involved here. It was more right. focused yeah. completely the, away from that. And it was very empowering and focused on strengths and abilities and ways to heal. And there, I, I really, I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that I appreciated was this, uh, almost to- not tools so much, but this like here's some here's some ways to move forward. Now, it, a lot of the times in metaphysical stuff, sometimes it's just like here's what you're going through, and here's how you can better understand it, which is great. That is information that you need. We need to understand why we feel our feelings and blah blah blah. However, like you said, I have myself been feeling more capable and more. Um, I don't know, almost like excited or something. I, I'm having a hard time putting a word to the to the feeling, but excited to like move forward. Yeah. And to kind of, it's like, yes, I had the work done, but like now what am I going to do with that? And it just feels like it empties up a lot of space, you know, that, that is being held captive by some of the stuff that we talked about, you know, in our, in our sessions, yeah. whatever it is you're going through, it's, you know, it can take up a lot of space. And when somebody gets in there and, 
I don't know what she does. It just comes, it just fucking beats the shit out of it until you, until it leaves. I don't know. <laughs> like, but how, it feels good. I don't know how yeah. it works. Like, yeah, it's just like, you know, somebody, it feels like somebody just goes in there and just blasts away shit with like pure fucking firelight. Um, yeah, it feels great. It feels really, really good. feels really good. But, hey, Reiki. Or at least really our, good. ours did. I don't know. Maybe it can hurt to move, to remove some things, but all of my I stuff, for it some was people, just maybe like, it does. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I bet there's a whole spectrum of sensation that goes with the, yeah. you know, movement of these feelings and physical sensations. I, I bet all kinds of stuff can happen. Well, see, and even as we're sitting here talking about this, I'm I'm thinking of more questions. I was like, oh, shit, we should ask her this. We should ask her that. Um, but I, I like any any experience that will leave you wanting to know more about it. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, I guess what else is there to say besides talking about uh, perhaps moving into the interview? Am I rushing yeah. it or <laughs> no? I don't I know think, what else I to think- say. I think that's a logical conclusion. Um, We'll roll into the interview. First, we've got a sponsor today, which we're going to be getting into here. We Um, sure do. We've got some stuff to talk about. But uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk today about the Pendulum Swings Tarot uh, before we roll into our interview. Pendulum Swings Tarot, the uh, friend of the show? Friend of the show, return sponsor. We did something a little bit different this time because we got personal readings done the last ad that we did. And so this time we were like, you know what? Let's do a reading for Waba itself as an entity, like the next six months or so, you know, just kind of like a, yeah. a look at what all's going on and that just seemed like a really interesting thing. And boy, fucking how well, is it? Boy, howdy. Because in the email that, that you wrote when we were kind of working out, uh, you know, what to do, what to do, what kind of reading, because there are over on Pendulum, Swing, over on Pendulum Swings Tarot, uh, their Etsy, there's so many different readings. You've got your basic reading, in-depth reading, past life reading, which is what I did last time, your spiritual and psychic matters reading, uh, the year ahead, uh, Celtic Cross. There's so many readings you can do. And we were just like, which one do we kind of want to focus on, you know? And you phrased it this way. And this kind of kicked off something. That I did not see coming. But you said, what if we got a reading for Waba as an entity? Yeah. And that came to light more than either of us. I think all three of us could have expected. Right. Yeah. So 12 cards were involved. I guess it was more of a year kind of deal. Uh, 12 cards were involved in this reading. We get, we have a picture of them all and they're all laid out and we don't have the time to go into all of them. Otherwise, I mean, we could honestly do a whole fucking podcast episode easily about this reading because oh, for sure. That's another thing. Fucking why these are very, these are in depth. They're, they're informative readings and you get them in writing. So yes. You can really re- go over them and keep them and, and research them yourself and look back on them. I've looked back on my past reading one like 15 times. So affiliate, it's, it's basically, and they they go, they come right out and say it like the absolute first thing that came through in this reading was that there was something else kind of coming through for this 
yeah. reading for us. Uh, you, uh, you know how we always joke that we're going to create thought forms? Oops. <laughs> we have an ETI being. We have a, a goddamn alien being <laughs> any affiliated with this show yes. that is aware of the interested show, I should say. in this show. Interested in the show. In affiliated some, is perhaps too strong of a word. There is a being mm. that is aware of this space. It showed up in the reading. As they described it, it kind of came to the circle of their sphere of protection. It did not enter because it was scared to feel trapped, but it communicated yes. that it me, me and it um of the yeah. two of us it have a connection i don't know yeah there is I, it all fits though doesn't it? <laughs> it yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and one thing i was kind of joking about with with macy is in this reading it says charlie they are not as drawn to you it's nothing personal it's just you're not wired the same way we all have different skills different metaphysical gifts blah 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 you right and i don't mean blah 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 but i mean it goes on to you know basically be like don't be offended that they're not that you know that they're more into macy and i remember i told macy i was just like dude that's fine you can have it man <laughs> <laughs> nah bro it's like Okay. Um But but she did go in to say that, you know, wah wah waba works almost like a like a network to them. Yes. That they it they I don't know, interacts. They have, they have with channeled this through me before. Me yes. specifically. They have channeled through me before. On uh, episodes. Yeah, even if I'm not aware of it. Um and this is, you know, nothing to fear, um, but this is something, yeah. this is a platform in which yeah. they feel they can communicate via me to y'all through, yeah. which is funny because well, not all of it thing. has been flattering. Um, sure, but I them. imagine that they're very level-headed. Unless maybe it's a different race that's not the greys. Uh, hey. Because the greys are not now. necessarily always nice. So maybe this is one of the like more, you know, love and light type beings. Yeah. Or at least like comfortable with us having like different ideas of what could be happening. But she said in no, in, in no, um, in, in no, what's the word I'm looking for? She said very plainly and very clearly, they feel safe. Um, being talked about on the podcast and feel safe to sort of come through Macy. And if you have not heard the spooky sodes where Macy discusses uh, discuss, uh, aliens and abductions and stuff like that, I think perhaps going back and, and listening with this information might shed that new light onto this because I for sure want to go back and listen in and, and just kind of hear it from the place of of this new information. I'm very excited to do that. It also well, might explain let me, why some people real have quick, let me really hit weird you. Let me hit happen. you. Let me hit you with this. Hit me. Because at yes. one point when they're talking to the extraterrestrial being, they say, like, give me some proof, you know? And yeah. they mention they sent an image associated with me of flowers with eyes in them. I just sent you something in Messenger. Okay, hold on. This is in the recording room. I'm looking at it right now. It is in my eyesight every time I record. Without oh my it. God, wait. I feel like I know what it's going to be. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. 
That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. And you know what is is more? Um, uh, so for context, Macy sent me a, a picture of a painting that she has in her house. And Lyra did this, yes? Lyra did this painting. Yeah, it's poppies, but the centers you... are eyes. Our eyes. And that's when I read that sentence, I knew exactly, I thought of this painting. And what's crazy about this is there was also in this reading, there was a lot of talk about the, inse- the, the, like, the beginning days of Waba. Um, Lyra sat and was working on this painting while you Holy and I shit, recorded I some of that. our first episodes. Yeah. yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. Yeah, she did. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> and so, so I like how it's basically like, give me proof. Okay, here you go. Well, yeah, like it it was just very I just found that to be super wild. Uh and so then mm. it it goes on uh to be a very in-depth interview that was pages and pages and pages of writing that we cannot we can't really go into. It was broken up though like kind of a general look and then months ahead, 6 months ahead. Yes. So and each month I was broken into recommend. the card that it was. Exactly. I, I cannot recommend doing the year ahead spread enough because to, to sit sort of and maybe meditate at the beginning of each month having this this paragraph or perhaps two of what is coming and what is sort of going to be the theme for the month and having it in black and white in front of you that you could reflect upon and say, okay, what, how, what did I learn this month that the cards told me? You know, what, what rang true? Um, I mean, yeah, every time I it, – it's just so – much information and to get it and this is of course you know going to be sort of special to us right because like this reading is for waba but to have this in our like as a business to kind of like see this have this in our back pocket and sort of know what's what's upcoming yeah what's gonna what's next month gonna be like it is a little scary because there are to be real with you guys there's a couple of months in here that are not necessarily what i would consider to be sounding easy um they sound like they might contain a lot of learning that's that's the thing ultimately like it might not be easy but it's very clear that there will be growth from it and that you know when there's things that happen it doesn't mean just like oh we're over we're done now you know it's it's you you move on and um another thing that i love about these readings is that there's uh additional information she also puts crystal correspondences and song correspondences. And if you remember from our last readings, um, geez, I'd have to I'd have to bring it up. But we each had like a song uh, that spirit essentially was like, "Hey, tell them this." And and this year for Waba, one of our song correspondences is "You Sexy Thing" by Hot Chocolate. I know. And the I went, other I, one, I listened to that song as soon as I saw that. I, the, I like the, I read it in my head, and then I just immediately it was just like I believe in miracles. In and I was just like, oh yes. yes, good. That's I want that fucking energy. And then energy number two, which I immediately like felt the hairs on my neck prickle up because I was like, yes, yes, oh. was goddamn ride of the Valkyries, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> Waba is coming for your I ass. I put that on, and I was like, are we going to fucking war? Um, Rip that but yeah, there's, just, there's just so like, much. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's so much information in in these readings, and um, I think that they are priced wonderfully for the amount of information that you get. Um, example: a full past life reading is forty nine sixty one. You know that this is a good old American dollars. 
And these are very thick. They're very thick, thought out, very like precisely written. You can tell too, and this is something that I personally appreciate. There are moments, and I believe we talked about this in the last reading that we did for the Pendulum Swings Tarot. You could tell there's moments of channeled writing going on. Or at least yes. I feel like I yes. agree. And you can just kind of, it just kind of die. It goes less from being like an explanatory thing into more of just like a flow of like, exa- I can't explain it, but it's just like, it changes. And it's like, this feels like this was a flow. This came from like yes. a flow moment. Um, and it, it, it all just feels so thorough is the word I yes. would use. Yeah, it's broken into sections. You know, it started out mm-hmm. with like kind of our question is up at the top and mm-hmm. what we submitted. It shows a picture of the reading, overall impressions that they got and, you know, just how that all worked. That was where the uh, the E.T. stuff kind of came through. Then, you know, got into the cards of past, present and future, kind of the podcast as a whole uh kind of breaking in the future part then or past then present and then the six months ahead broken out by month very organized easy to reference again uh which like you mentioned earlier is is cool you know come back to it it's written yeah which is nice yeah. you can just pull it up and read it very recommended and listen there is a discount code of 13%. And this code is all caps, W-B-A-H, 13 as the number. And Ooh. it will get you 13% off all through airy season and up to and including Beltane. Beltane, I heard you standing alone. Oh, there you go. I don't know the words, man. Uh, <laughs> check them out. Uh, it's the Pendulum Swings Tarot. You can find their information, their Etsy, everything linked in the description box, mm. show notes. I always mm. forget what to call it. Um, but check check them out. And if you're just you know, if you're if you're wanting to try it, out, you just but a taste. They do have a sample reading over there for about ten bucks. And um, I I think that's extremely what's the word I'm looking for? That's just good business, Macy. Mm, that is just, it's a, you know what it is a job well done. It's a job well done. All right. I like thirteen percent off. That's interesting. I do like thirteen percent off. And one more time, that is for thirteen percent off of a reading. That is W B A H all caps thirteen to get yourself thirteen percent off of a reading today. And now let's head back into that interview. Let's go. Let's go do an interview, dude. Let's go do an interview. Okay. We're here. It's interview time. We've led up to it. We've talked about it. We're here uh, talking today to Summer, who <laughs> did healing sessions on us. And we're going we're gonna to talk about those healing sessions. We're going to talk about Reiki, as well as just talk about Summer. So welcome, Summer. Thank you. Uh, and, and you can go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, who you are. I've talked about you a bit because you taught me yoga. Um, so go, go, on, go on ahead and 
Okay. Um, well, first of all, thank you for, um, for having me. Um, my name is Summer Smith. I own Yama Yoga Studio in Canton, Texas. We are a wellness center. We offer yoga training um, certifications. We do all kinds of different workshops. Um, I'm trying to introduce more homeopathic healing modalities um, to East Texas, which has been interesting. <laughs> Um, yeah. And, um, and I am a Reiki master, which just means that I've been through level one, two, and three, um, of, of Reiki certification. And there's so much more, but that's, that's all I'm going to give you right now. Oh, <laughs> just a little, little snippies <laughs> and treats. Um, I was just going to say, and as Macy pointed out, um, you did, you did, you did indeed teach Maggie, Maggie, teach Macy yoga. Uh, I did so teach me everybody, <laughs> but she was a natural. Go, go. You can. You oh, can always go. You always on. see the people like who come in, you know, the first time, and you know that they're going to teach. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. You don't see those people yeah. immediately in every group, mm-hmm. but but yeah. I knew that you would. Like well, you already had the confidence. You... you already had. You know, you you were already very confident in your movement, and it yes. made sense to you. And I could tell that she was a natural. Good yeah. old natural arrogance. Yep. 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 No. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Confidence. <laughs> um, we can. So I thought we could go ahead and get started on because uh, this was mine and Charlie's first like private Reiki experience. And yes. and I was curious to, to kind of we could get started perhaps chronologically. And what was your first experience with Reiki? So my first experience, I spontaneously attuned. So when you go through Reiki um, one and two certification and, and in the three, you go through what's called an attunement. And your teacher um, gives you the attunement, and it's part of the ceremony of, of each of the certifications, each of the levels. But before I actually went through the certification, I had a spontaneous attunement. And I was noticing that as I was walking into my yoga classes that I would I would feel fine walking in. And then as soon as I came into contact with other students, I would get a headache or I would have a pain in a certain part of my body. And, um, and just certain ailments kept coming up and it was starting to, you know, freak me out a little bit because I, I practice yoga and I, I eat pretty good and, you know, in pretty good health. And so I just didn't understand why I kept getting sick and why all of these little, these little things kept popping up. So a friend put me in touch with another friend who was involved in Reiki and that's, and so I had a conversation with her and she's like, it sounds like you just spontaneously attuned, which I do think is happening right now to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so once she told me how to protect my energy and to protect myself when I walked into other people's um, energy fields, um, it all got better. And so, and then from then I, it just, I kind of, I kind of took off. It was fascinating to me. And, um, we all do energy work, whether we realize it or not, this is just more focused mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it resonated with me. And so, uh, so I pursued it. I wanted to ask you, uh, for someone who might be a total and complete newbie to this, if you had to describe, like describe Reiki as you would to maybe a child, how would you okay. explain <laughs> like the mechanics, like how does it work and why should you do it? And, and okay. all of that stuff. If someone was just like, what, this helps. So Reiki is just, it is a healing energy. So we all use our hands um, as energy centers anyway. The first thing that we do when someone is hurt or, you know, if a child falls down, the first thing we do is 
put our hands on them. Or if we hug someone, we put our hands to their back and we gently pat them. And so we're already kind of automatically exchanging energy through our hands. So basically, that's what it is. You're learning how to focus your own healing energy, which really is just the healing energy of the universe, and you're allowing it to move through your body and into another person's body. So really, you're just delivering loving, healing, compassionate energy to another person. So when you're first starting out, it might just feel very warm and cozy. But the more that you practice, each practitioner is going to start to step into different gifts. And their gifts may may be stronger, or they might blossom into three or four different kinds of gifts. So basically, if I really had to describe it to someone, I would say that it was energy healing, taking the natural energy of the universe and helping other people balance out their chakras, which are just energy vortexes that run throughout the body. Um, and then helping them become uh, more relaxed and to bring their body into a balanced state of homeostasis so that mm-hmm. they just feel calmer, right? And so all of us, all of our energy gets um, uh, becomes unbalanced at different stages in our life. So my job is just to, whenever you get on my table, is to figure out where the energy is blocked in your body. And then I just sense it with my hands and then I encourage it to move along um, or I mm-hmm. pull it out of you. Um, If there's something that's blocking, some people have a hard time releasing energy. So if they do, I can actually move it through my body and then it just moves out through my foot, which is not normal. That's not usually how everybody does Reiki. But like I said, the more that you practice, you start to open up to the way that you do things. So you kind of have to learn an entirely new language. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, um, when you first started practicing and I, if I, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you first start practicing Reiki, you start on yourself, yes. right? Yes. About how long after you started practicing, and I'm curious about this for any people, because I know that we see in the coven a lot of people posting like, wanting to get my one and two done. And you know, oh, I'm curious about getting this done. About how long did you find, um, once you started practicing on other people that that confidence came and you really started kind of, because I know for for me, sometimes, especially, um, if, if, if I'm saying I'm a little rusty, sure. Um, I'm more prone to, I, I just, I just don't have it today. You know, I don't, I don't feel it. Uh, do you still run into that? Or did, you know, did you eventually find with practice that you can kind of open a channel up and you can open that connection up uh, um, a little easier? Yes. Yeah, so lots of, there's lots of questions within that. So yes, yeah, no, 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 it's good. <laughs> so yes, definitely. It's different now from when I first started for sure. Um, when you first get your certification, we do like for you to practice for about, you know, six to eight months or maybe even a year on, on yourself and your family and then animals. Animals mm-hmm. love Reiki. Um, and, mm-hmm. and they're very attracted to you. Animals will just walk up to you because they can already sense that you're, that you're someone who's just giving out good energy. So I will be honest in the beginning, um, my hands were always on fire. Um, but, and the more I practiced, the stronger it would get my hands would and then I would start my hands would start to vibrate. And so what I'm feeling inside of my body isn't always what you're feeling inside of your body when I'm working on you. However, Mm. if you're pretty in tune, and you're a sensitive person and kind of empathic anyway, you will feel the energy. And so, um, so, so again, it just kind of depends on the person. Mm -hmm. But there are times Macy that that I, I quit offering sessions for a little Mm -hmm. bit because I wasn't practicing all the time and I felt like I was losing my connection. And so it's like anything else, like a muscle, it will atrophy if you Mm -hmm. don't use it. 
So I backed off for about a year. I didn't really, I hardly ever did it unless somebody was really, really desperate because I didn't know if I was doing anything Mm -hmm. because I felt like only I could feel it, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know? So I did feel a bit like a fraud. And so I, I backed away, but then it just came back with a vengeance and then other gifts started to open up for me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's funny that you say you felt like, not funny, but it's interesting that you say you felt like a fraud because as you're saying that, I'm sitting here thinking that's super responsible, like emotionally responsible. Yeah. I feel like oh, if, if you're in conserving your knowing that, like I might not have, I might not be the best that I could offer at yeah. this moment. Right. And my energy was yeah. really scattered at yeah. the time too, because I was teaching yoga and I was raising little kids mm. and, you know, I mean, I wasn't focused on it like I should be. And, and I didn't want to give a session where somebody, you know, came in and spent their hard earned money with me and then didn't really get anything in return. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I, I want to be responsible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. But to answer your question now, now I don't worry about it at all. I have so much confidence that my guide will come through. And I always ask, I say a little, um, a little, I have a little meditative practice beforehand and I just ask my guides to show up and they never let me down. And now I have so much confidence that they will show up mm-hmm. that I know that even if I'm not at my best that day, that I can step into that and that they will help me and guide me as much as they possibly can. So that person can have a good session. Mm-hmm. And I want to pounce off of that. Um, so you were talking about your guide stepping in and receiving message and, and stuff like that. And I remember that when Macy and I were there, you told us that the way you do Reiki is a little bit different than a lot of practitioners in that you do relay message from spirit. And I was just wondering if I you do. could like elaborate that. Uh, elaborate. Yeah, so that. I, elaborate so <laughs> I don't just move the energy along and I don't just balance the, the chakras. Mm-hmm. I will start to get messages for whoever is on my table. And that's when I started calling it a healing session. So is it okay if I kind of explain what that oh, is? Absolutely. So a healing session for yeah. me is a, a person comes to the studio and they get in the infrared sauna for about 30, 30 minutes or so. And what that does is one, it relaxes them, but it also it's heated. So it will raise the vibration. So then when you come from the sauna into my room and you lay down on the bed, then the very first time that I meet you, I'll do what's called an aroma touch session, which is just putting oils on the back. But that's also very relaxing. And the more relaxed that you can be the first time that you come in, the more access I will have to you because you need to be, I have to create a rapport because if you don't trust me, you won't open up to me. And so sometimes in the beginning, there's a little bit of resistance. So the more relaxed I can get you, the more messages will come through. And then um, and then after that, I'll start really focused um, Reiki energy. But now it, they just the messages start coming mm-hmm. immediately. <laughs> in fact, I had a, I did a session the other day and messages started coming in for that person that morning. <laughs> They were, yep. And I was just like, what is this? And then I was like, oh yeah, I've got a session today. This is, this isn't even for me. super (laughs) ready. Yeah. Yeah. They're so ready. It's like, it's like, and it's like their guides also get in line. Yeah. Mm. They're waiting to give a message and to pass something along. And so I really did. I had this last week, it was the first time that I actually got like an initial from a person. Mm. And, um, and then I said, listen, and I, you know, I gave the message and of course I don't know what it means because the message isn't for me, but it completely resonated with Mm -hmm. that, with that, um, client. I, so on the note of the guides and whatnot, there was a very present guide for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
with a great sense of humor. Yes. And <laughs> yes. I'm curious to know, and you don't have to share more than you were comfortable with, sure. but when did they show up for you? When did this come to be? You know what? I think I'm going to say, first of all, they've always been there. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I recognize them. And I do remember very clearly 1997. Um, I had just had an argument with my spouse and um, I had walked out into our garage and I remember, I, I said this out loud, because in the moment, I just moved away from my home. I just had a baby. None of my family was around me. I was feeling very isolated mm-hmm. and alone. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud, God, I feel so alone. And I heard so loudly behind me, you are not alone. And it was almost like they were, like somebody was mad or frustrated mm-hmm. with me thinking that. But it was so <laughs> loud that I jumped and mm-hmm. it scared me. And I turned around because I thought that there was a person in my garage with yeah, me. which could be a scary thing to hear like you're not you alone not, not alone. alone yeah and it's like holy so um so that point on like after my heart settled down a minute sure. you know from the fright i i don't know from that point on i just knew that there was somebody there with me mm-hmm. so it didn't it didn't freak me out once i once i learned their names um, it was easier for me, I feel like, to communicate because sure. I could, it was like talking to a person. Mm-hmm. And I do, I talk to them like a person in my head or sometimes out loud I all the that. time. Yeah. I was going to ask you, is it only during <laughs> sessions or are you having a, a, do you have a rapport with them that goes all the time, whenever they want it? All the time. <laughs> and everybody can have that. Mm-hmm. Everybody can learn how to open up to that if they want to. It's not, it's not just unique to me. But I will say that when you go into a Reiki session, that's probably not not something that everybody's going to offer. They might have guides, obviously guides are helping them, but they might not be in direct communication. They might just be moving energy along. So that's something that's very unique to me and what I do. Yeah. 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 Cause um, just as an example to the listeners and as someone who got it, I mean, basically you'd be working on me and be like, all right, so I'm getting this right now. I'm getting, I'm getting this little, you know, I'm just going to pass this along. I really appreciated that. Um, Cause also Charlie and me, are so into it for one, like we love spirit. Give yeah. us all the messages. Give us, give yeah. us any bit. Yeah, I want to hear every last minute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the resonance of it was pretty wild, um, and I find it very interesting uh, that you know the tone is different reading per reading uh, or session per session, and how you know you said that my you know the tone of mine the the you know just the the delivery was perhaps a bit more what was it kind of blunt. A bit more is very direct. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. The energy coming through. Yeah. There was no, there was no coddling or yeah. no, there was no reason to be softer with you. Your energy just, you're like, just give me the message. But with Charlie, mm-hmm. I did feel more of a mothering presence. Like I needed to be softer and kinder and to deliver the messages with a, more of a motherly tact mm-hmm. than I did with you. Mm-hmm. And I noticed even my voice did actually change. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> so even for me, like those things are changing and happening all the time. And I'm learning new a new language for myself. There are signals and symbols that spirit will give me. Um, and my latest one is I'll get chills down my body whenever I'm right on something. Mm. So if I'm questioning myself, they will give me chills so that I know and I'll have the confidence that, no, you delivered the right message and you did it correctly. It's like them, them encouraging me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean by that 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 full body chill, like that moment of like 
okay. Like yeah. it's, it's slow and it's just, yeah. It's and it's blues. a resonance. Your body mm-hmm. just goes, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, I'm getting it right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like the right now they're even with me now trying to tell me you're right on. Just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it yet. I'm sure we have in the episode prior, but we did put a little recorder in the room. And so we could, uh, listen back to our experience you know because it was a lot of information in this what like at like an hour's time or so um and i have been listening to it just a little bit before we got in here and that was one thing that that stood out to me is sometimes you would say something and and even to me more than once you said i'm not sure what this means but this is the message that i'm getting and you would tell me yes and I would immediately know what you were talking about. And then you would follow that up with like, yeah, I just, I got chills. I know I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it is because sometimes you will get strange messages and you're like, okay, I don't really know how to say this. So I'm just going to say it. And then if I just keep reminding myself when I have that moment where I think I don't know how to say this, I just tell myself just say it. It doesn't, it's not for you. It's for them. Mm. They'll be able to decipher it. And then sometimes, like sometimes I'll actually see faces or I might see, it almost looks like a, a movie screen. Um, Cause a lot of times mm. I just have my eyes closed and I also hover above people. Occasionally I'll put my hands on you, but I am more sensitive if I can hover my hands over you. Um, and, but sometimes I'll see a movie screen. It'll, it's like a scene goes by in front of my eyes. And so that's been something that's been happening lately too, is just people want to, spirit wants to know that um, the person who's on the table, if someone has passed, they just want them to know that they're okay. So I'll see the face. I don't always get a name, um, but I, if I can describe the face, they almost always mm-hmm. know who it is. Mm-hmm. Didn't we, did that happen with you? I feel like I, I felt like one of y'all I described somebody. Probably else. Charlie, because no dead people hang around me. This has been confirmed <laughs> was, so many times. Everybody's was like, Macy, you don't really actually. have much of, I have some animals and some strange entities, <laughs> but people are like, you're an alien. We don't actually, we don't, we don't know. It, what you we don't want to, we don't know you. Actually, um, we, we talked about it briefly uh, when, after, after the session, when Macy, you and I went out to the, to the Chinese food buffet and uh, we were just sort of swapping <laughs> things. And if I remember correctly, it was human spirit uh, from your dad's side. Does that sound familiar? For me? Wait yeah. a minute. Yes, actually. I do remember that now. That's right. Yeah. It was an older gentleman. Um, yeah, you yeah, didn't, we didn't describe somebody. You did. You absolutely mm. did. And yeah. I remember actually remember, like, I, rem- I I don't know that many people from that side sure. with intention, but um, <laughs> it, for some reason, I remember thinking I need to look into this because there was one name that did come to my mind that I was like, if it's anyone from over in that bunch, that's probably who it is. Yeah. And my experience has been if that if the first name that comes to your mind, mm-hmm. that is who it is. Yeah. Right. And when we think of someone who has passed, they're already thinking of us. Yeah. They're there actually with you. So you didn't think of them first. They put they put themselves into your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. Really? That is that's good to know. Cause I yeah. and so there's one other thing I wanted personal, to say yeah. too that was kind of this was very unique to what I do that other people well, I don't know how many people do this, but I've never heard any other Reiki practitioner who actually feels this. But when my when I put my hands over your body and I run it back and forth, I just kind of slowly scan your body. But if there's a disturbance, my elbows and my wrists will squeak, but not 
not so that you guys could yeah. hear it, but in my mind, yeah. it goes. That's awesome. And I can feel it and I can hear it. And so I just move it back and forth and I encourage the energy to move along. And when it finishes, then I know that it's complete. And then I move on. I love that. Yeah. There's something so, so like simple about that. Andrew. You know, that make, it's just like, I, I love that. Yeah. It just makes for your body to just be like, that's, that's how we're going to know this. Yeah. That's how we're going to sense Completely it. Completely uncomplicated. That. What I have, do you, uh, oh, go ahead. You go. Cause I think you probably have a question more in this vein. This one was going to detract or. Yeah. I was going to actually, yeah. I was going to say, this is my last question sort of around this topic uh, before kind of getting back to specifically Reiki and like what we're here to talk about. But like, do, have you ever, and we can, I guess, take this out if, if you don't want to share, but like, have, have you ever felt the need to like censor a message? Maybe not change what they said, but has anything hit you like, I don't know this person. I don't know if I can say this thing to them. I'm just not going to do it. Or do you just say everything as it comes to you? I think when I first started, I I didn't know how to say it. Or there's this, there's this learning curve that you go through where you go, is that me? Or is that Mm -hmm. what I'm Mm -hmm. thinking? Or is that another message that's just coming in? So I think probably I, I did omit some stuff in the beginning until I, until my confidence grew and I felt more comfortable in delivering the messages. But one day I got a very clear message that said, quit filtering and just say it, say it verbatim. Do not try to analyze it. Do not put your own words to it because I'm giving you specific Mm. words because this person will recognize these words. So that's been my biggest lesson is only translate. I mean, only say what I hear. Don't translate it. Yeah. Say it verbatim so that because they will understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. I even even if it is, I'm sure you've had some uh, some some messages. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, like yeah. when stuff comes up around <laughs> sex, yeah, that can be, mm-hmm. you know, that's personal. That's very very personal. But the truth is, if it's coming up, it is you need to hear it. Yeah. You just need to hear it. Yeah. You know, and because it's such a taboo subject, you know, for everybody, everybody's so sensitive around it. But everybody has trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or has inadequacies or, you know, or, or chakra energy that's just out of place that once balanced, mm-hmm. everything could be could be worked out and the energy could be flowing again. But yeah, sometimes I just say, okay, I don't know how to say this. So I'm just going to be blunt. And then I just say it. Just get it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I something I'm curious about, because I'm sure that the uh the landscape of Reiki, the popularity of Reiki now versus when you learned is very different. I mean, yeah. even since we started the show in 2018, it's noticeable how much um, of an increase there's been in these spiritual healing practices, people wanting to learn these things. How do you feel about that? Uh, and seeing it all and, and you know, do you find it encouraging? And uh, I know you have a Reiki program that you teach here. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like teaching it? I'm just, I'm curious about the the aspect of like, as someone who is now a Reiki master and someone who teaches Reiki, what do you think about this excited crop of Reiki practitioners? Well, so first of all, I do think everybody already has the ability. So if you're tuning into it, I mean, and, and I think more and more people just are opening up to it. We're going through this huge evolution right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that more and more people are opening up. Um, I think maybe my attitude has probably changed over time. You know, whenever I first start something, I'm like, okay, there's, these are the rules. This is what you need to do. This is how you do it. You write the symbols, you say the symbols, there's all these things that you need to do in order to practice. 
Well, it doesn't look like that at all for me anymore. However, I do think that if you're starting out, you do need a a foundation and an outline. So do stick to the traditional teaching until you feel like you have a handle on it. Mm -hmm. You know, give yourself six or eight months and then let everything unfold. But even in my trainings now, my trainings five years ago are different than the trainings Mm -hmm. I do now. And basically, that's just what I say. We get all of the basics. We learn how to sense energy. Um, I I will usually do an example of what I do so people can see how much freedom Mm -hmm. you can have within it. Um, Because sometimes if you're too strict, you know, you'll block and you don't want to block. Mm-hmm. You want to open up to it. So I think it's kind of magical, honestly, right now that people are opening up to yeah. it. It's kind of funny, though. It's like that thing when everybody would go, well, I'm an empath, you know, and everybody. I'm like, well, yeah. everybody's an empath. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. like yeah. Totally everybody is. Yeah. So some people are more sensitive than others. Some people are going to take to it like a duck to water. And other people are going to struggle a little bit if they're if they're more regimented, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. I think everybody should learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. In the vein of hearing about Reiki and becoming a practitioner, you hear a lot of, and I think I might have asked you this when we were doing our video uh, interview mm-hmm. after our session, when we were both so like, me and Macy were both so like up in the clouds after that. that Stoned. Like, I, ask <laughs> yeah. I can't even, yeah. Yeah, I can't even remember if, if I asked this, but um, you hear a lot about like level one, level two, master, level three, you know, like what are the differences there? Is it like, are there different allowances of things you can do at different levels? Or is it just like, this is a signifier of your skill being better than it was yeah, at a previous I think level? I think it's a signifier of your skill, but it's almost like, it's mm. like turning on a water faucet where you just barely turn it on and the water is trickling. That's level one, mm. midway is two, okay. and then three. Like you're wide open to spirit. Your guides might come in. You'll have, you'll sense things in a different way. The way that you feel um, energy moving through your hands, more gifts will start to open up to you. And I think after like a master level, but it's a master level because you're practicing. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. anything else. Like I said before, it's like anything else. If you practice, you're going to get better at it. Reiki's exactly the same way. The more a time and attention I give to it, the better I'm, I am at it, you know, and I hone my skills and, and I think key, I trust it. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And it also, it's the same with witchcraft, like any, Mm -hmm. any sort of magical practice or energetic practice. And this is something that goes back to what you said a little bit ago about kind of finding your own expression of it. Once you know how it works, that's something that I think is really popular in spell crafting as well. Like there's, you know, of course you can follow a spell, but I guarantee you, you're going to do something that's yours. You're, you're going to have your own little way of doing things, especially if you've been practicing for a while. And I, I love that because I feel like our bodies are all tuned a little different. They're going to yeah. do things a little differently than somebody else. So I like to, I just, I like to hear that. that yeah, like definitely play with way. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't cut yourself off. You don't put yourself in this little bitty box. It's important to play and experiment a little bit, you know, and not only on yourself, but others and, Mm. and get some good feedback. Um, I worked on my best friend was in town um, last week, and I worked on her for a little bit. And my hands felt like they were like, I mean, my inside, my hands might look calm, but inside, it felt like an earthquake. And I said, can you feel that? And she said a little bit. And I said, well, flip over. And then she flipped over and she had like this huge full body. It was like she was shivering 
from, you know, I mean, obviously from the inside out, but she was shivering because the energy was moving so strongly from her feet all the way up through her crown. Mm -hmm. So different people are going to have different reactions to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. And and the the same way that I think that people have different reactions in a different way, it only makes sense that everybody's going to practice something a little bit differently. And even if we're just talking about witchcraft, you know, um, it's important to like, you know, in the beginning, and I'm speaking specifically from like a witchcraft standpoint, in the beginning, there's so many things that you read that's like, okay, you absolutely cannot do it this way. You have to do this clockwise or like you yes. have and to do X, Y, Z. insert me doing like the lazy jerk off hand motion. Yeah, that, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Cut to three years later and you're like, yeah, it'll probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be all right. Everything's going to work itself out. Yeah. But yeah. You know belief what I mean. is a huge component of that. I, I really do. Belief in self, you know, and I've noticed that like in my own spell work and even energetic work or talking to people or having a moment of feeling. When you believe in your own ability, it is so infallible. Like it's just a moment of being like, all right, okay, all right. You can just know. Yeah. And I, so I do think that that's probably, and that comes with practice too. The more you practice, the more you get familiar with the yeah. feeling, the more you can believe it. The more when you feel that feeling, you know, it's associated with this and it kind of snowballs. A it does. Bit. It does. I was, I spontaneously gave my brother a reading, which I've never done before. I've never done a reading without like doing Reiki on somebody, but I was traveling home um, from seeing him and it was a big trip and I was pretty tired at the time. And, you know, and I was really sad about leaving him, but we were driving and he asked me a question and y'all, I just spontaneously gave a reading and my hands kind of were doing funny little movements. And I was talking with my hands in a way that I don't normally. And I also noticed that I was staring off. So I was in a mild trance mm -hmm. and it was just like, I, I scooted over summer scooted over and Andrea came in and it was just message after message, after message, after message. Mm -hmm. And I did now that I think about it, I did hold off saying one thing to him mm -hmm. and a week later, it was gnawing at me. Like every day it would come up every day, every day. So finally I called him and I said, Hey, I left one thing out. So I didn't, I don't, I just felt uncomfortable, you know, saying it. And then I said it and he was like, good to know. Okay. Oh. Information I needed. Did you feel good after you got it out? I did. Well, yeah. they wouldn't let it, they wouldn't yeah. let it go. Yeah. Every day I would wake up and it'd be on my mind all day long. And so until I said it, it Why was, they were going to bug me about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So that was interesting and fun, and I'm loving that. I'm loving opening up to it more and more because I'm more I'm more clear audience. I mm -hmm. just will hear those mm -hmm. those voices or the, and it's not like a voice; it's a thought. It's a just yeah. and it's yes. and it's my voice and my and it's the thought in my brain, but I know it's not me because I have moved over. Yeah, I've just stepped mm -hmm. to the side a little bit. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because that's what it feels like. Very rarely have I ever heard a voice of spirit come through. And Charlie, I'm curious to hear what you say about this too, because you work with human spirit, especially more than I do. Mm -hmm. um, but very rarely is it not my own voice. You know, it has yeah. only a couple times and usually they haven't been very nice. They've not yeah. been good. Um, but that is it. But you just know somehow it just pops. It just pops in your head. It does. And you're just like, okay, yeah, I, that's not mine. When you keep saying it, it, a knowing, and that's exactly what it is. It is a knowing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it, it also, I know, I, 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 I know that I know that I know. Yeah. Yeah. For myself anyway, exactly. like it, it, it comes as a fully formed thought. 
instead of yeah. me like putting this thought together and like taking a minute to be like, okay, how do I want to word this? Or, you know, um, just building a thought as you normally would in your head. Like it just poof, it's there and it's, yeah. it's already done. Yeah. It's, it's a whole it's, chunk of a concept. Yeah. Complete. Yeah. 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 And it is funny because I will feel like at times, um, cause there, I'm not, there are days when I go in and I'm tired and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, am I going to, am I going to give a good, you know, session? And, you know, and so mm-hmm. I just ask Andrea, you know, to, to really make his presence known. And then it's like, as soon as it starts, it just, I word vomit. Mm-hmm. It just, doesn't stop. It keeps coming and coming and coming. And yeah. I'm not thinking about it. And I was so glad that you guys recorded because I don't remember. Yeah. They are, mm-hmm. it is not coming from me. So I don't remember a lot of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's is that the same I've with podcasting? Of, of, uh, practitioners of, of any kind of like passing along message is like when I'm done, I am not going to remember what just happened. Mm-mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I've run into it in, and Charlie has too, in like scrying mm-hmm. sessions, mm-hmm. you know, looking mm-hmm. into flame, or I've had moments with spirit that, you know, almost in my head, I can, in the, I could see happening and unfolding. But then once the, once the moment is out and you pull out, it's almost like misty. Yeah. But this is the other thing too, that I did want to mention because sometimes people aren't ready for this. And I don't know if everybody does this in a Reiki session or not. But if a person needs to cry, but they can't cry, my body will start crying. My eyes will actually let tears fall. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes if somebody's having a really hard time emotionally, I will feel it through my whole body. Now, traditionally with Reiki, you should only really be pushing energy into someone and not necessarily pulling it out. But honestly, I'm a little addicted to the feeling. Okay. And I like it because it doesn't last for, it just lasts a second. It moves through me and then it moves out through my foot. And I can feel it actually moving out to my foot and grounding. But I do like the way that it feels. Mm-hmm. And if a, if a person mm-hmm. needs to, to speak or they've, they've got something that they need to say, I'll start coughing or I might even start yawning to the point where my eyes are watering or I really like I'm clearing my throat the whole time. Mm-hmm. That means that they've really got something that they're mm-hmm. pushing down that they're not allowing themselves to say. Mm-hmm. So those are like different different signals mm-hmm. that that somebody might be feeling, but they might not be able to release. And and I'll just know it intuitively, and I'll just tell them I'll release for you then, mm-hmm. and let it move through me. I wanted to ask you on that note of kind of this is this is a lot of energy that you're working with, whether you. I'm sure even people who don't make a practice of absorbing energy and they try their very best to just push energy into, I'm sure some of it can't be helped. You know, um, how do you protect yourself against perhaps maybe lingering the the things that flow through you? And some of it's, I'm going to guess, pretty rough stuff sometimes. Or like you said, sometimes you will cry for the person if, if they can't. How do you protect yourself from that, like staying with you? And bringing you down, I guess. It just doesn't stay with me. I don't know why, or if it's just part Mm -hmm. of, you know, my practice or because maybe I don't expect it, but it never lingers. Mm -hmm. Never. It just, Mm -hmm. it really, truly, it really, truly moves through me and releases through my body in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I carry Mm -hmm. it with me. I wouldn't recommend that somebody else, you know, try, try to do that because you might, if you have a belief that it could stay in your body, then it probably could stay in your body. I just don't have the belief that it will. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause we're super powerful that way. And that, I and just it's have forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, you know, that in, your, in itself, you just sort of having that belief is almost like a 
somewhat of a, of a protective ward, just being like, this is not mine. Anything that's not mine can't stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I even not too long ago, I traded and several times, you know, practitioners will trade with each other and, and we see how the, you know, other people work. And there were a couple of different sessions. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that's really a cool thing that they've implemented. And, you know, and I wonder if, you know, if mm-hmm. I should do that. But then afterwards, when I sat with it for a little bit, I realized that, um, and not anything against any other practitioner, but that was more show. It wasn't so much actually doing anything as it was setting the mood, which I don't think there's anything wrong at all with setting the mood. But Andrea made it very clear that I don't need to do any of that stuff, that I need to just continue to do what I'm doing the way that I'm doing it and to just accept that that's how I how I should interact in that realm. Does that make sense? As they said over and over to me, business as usual. Yeah. Mm hmm. Business as usual. Yeah. Yeah. They did not like the idea. When I even started thinking about the idea of bringing other tools in, they were like, you don't need that. You don't need that crap. Just do what you do. Stop. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't add anything. Just just the same. So then. I like when they won't let you have frills. We'll just be. No. no they're frills. just like, just do. Just, yeah. just do what you're already <laughs> yeah. doing. Do the thing. Be simple. Back to basics. Yeah. It's all just fluff. We're trying to be cute. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So then what is your advice for someone who's feeling the call? They're wanting to go get their attunement, or maybe they feel that they have spontaneously attuned and they need to figure out what to do with that. Um, What is your advice for someone finding a program or finding, whether it be books or because uh, there are programs all around you. Is there anything you recommend to watch out for? Anything like that? Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of people jumping on that bandwagon, you know, and trying to um, offer quick, you know, uh, yeah. sessions with people or quick certifications. And it and I don't think it has to be expensive. In fact, most of the stuff that I offer is not very expensive. It's, you know, a little bit for my time, but also, you know, for a manual that you get in a book, all of that's included in my stuff. Uh, Cause I think people need to have access to mm-hmm. it, but do your homework, make sure that your person is reputable and that their lineage is reputable. Um, if it's too good to be true, mm-hmm. it's too good to be true. And just know that. Um, and then just do your research, make sure that you're, um, that you look at who it is that is doing the training that they've got, um, uh, credible certifications, incredible, um, you know, people that are backing them up as well. Um, and ask around, I mean, word of mouth is going to be the absolute best, um, advice that you can get from an, you know, I mean, from anybody or not advice, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's true, especially in the metaphysical community, like if people kind of are aware of each other, um, and it's a really valuable tool to kind of feel it. Cause also, and unfortunately it is just the truth of the matter. There's a lot of scam artists in, in yeah. the metaphysical world. It's just the way that it goes. And when things are trendy, they're a target for it. They are. So all s- listen to your body. Yeah. If you have a weird feeling about any of it, that's you telling you don't do it. If you have any kind of discomfort or butterflies and they're not butterflies of excitement, if you feel sick to your stomach, if you're feeling nervous, um, it's not for you. 
right? Or that, that instructor is not for you. That training is not for you. I think more than anything, if you're going to, if you're going to participate and put money into something, a training or a certification, you need to be still with it and you need to meditate over it and then allow your body to tell you if this is right for you or not. Yeah. Which is yeah. like witchcraft, right? Well, you're, yeah, it's a two-way street, you yeah. know? And so, and that's the way that I see it because I think it's so easy when you're a novice, when you're brand new at something to see yeah. a teacher as it's like, oh, I hope I am even worthy enough to take from them when it's like, no, no, they need to be compatible with you too. Yes. You are also giving them you, you know? Yeah. And so it's yes. like, I, I think it is easy to be like, oh, but they are, anybody knows more. I, it'll be, there's, they know so much. It will be great. It's like, no, if it's not feeling good. <laughs> get out of there. It's like, that's fine if it's not resonating. But like, I think it is easy sometimes to be like, oh, it's just, it's probably just because I'm intimidated. You know, it's like, oh, uh, you know, though, if, if you aren't jiving, especially when you're, because it's, I don't know how the process works, but I can imagine that um, it's, it's, so, it's an intimate process. It is. To learn from someone, to learn Reiki from someone. It is. And my, my program's pretty lax. I mean, like I said, we'll learn the basics and we, um, and we have a lot of discussion. We have some meditations and the ceremonies are beautiful, but really in the end, I just tell people, listen to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, be open to your sensations, be open to your thoughts, be open to what's going on in your body. And then that's going to be your best guide. Mm-hmm. And and I, I mean, I do think that I am a good instructor, but if you don't resonate with me, you don't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. And so you might not get the information that I'm trying to give you if, if our personalities are clashing, you know, so you also have to make sure that you can learn from that person. Mm-hmm. You have to be teachable. And if you don't get along with the instructor, mm-hmm. you can't move past that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going to put a block up, mm-hmm. but I think that's in anything. Sure. Yeah. I think it's compatibility. Always. You know, it's, it's just a matter and there's not necessarily, there's anything wrong with it. It's no. just sometimes yeah. there's compatibility issues and energy doesn't quite like that energy. And if that's the case, then keep on scooting, keep you going. Know? Yeah. And that's just something I think is always a good call. Take your time, do your research, you know, and, always. and it's something like you've seen, I know in, in yoga, like all over online, there's like 30 day online certification programs for 200 hour. And it's like, that's ridiculous. It's scary a little <laughs> bit. Um, that is scary to me. Because, you know, it's like, it's not, one, it's not something to be rushed. No. As, you know, someone who went through it, and you as someone who's been teaching it for yes. a long time. But, like, it, to me, it just screams of, um, like, opportunistic. They just want the paper. Yes. And I just think that that's, that's a good call. Do your research. If, it, you know, something might take a little more time, it might cost a little more money, or it might not. Sometimes yeah. the really expensive, flashy things are the things you got to look out for, and yeah. so you just ask around, do your research. Um, but yeah, I think I think that that's that's good advice, and there's nothing wrong with getting a bad vibe. No, <laughs> yeah, you need to listen to that. I mean, I like to think that I can get along with everybody, but I but not everybody resonates with me. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Who knows what our past was together? You know, yeah. in previous lives, you know, or what karmically we're trying to work out with oh. each other. You know. So if, if I, and sometimes I get a bad feeling, yeah, I don't always want everybody in, in my trainings Yeah, (laughs) just because you show up, you know, doesn't mean that I'm going to resonate with you either because who knows what we've, what's gone on in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting, that's an interesting way to look about it. Wow. Yeah. That's, I've never thought about that as like when you just kind of, uh, off the bat have an issue with someone, I'm going to (laughs) start thinking of it that way and be like, oh, our past 
Past life has beef, yeah. <laughs> Big beef. Big beef. Big beef. Yeah. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask oh, you guys mind. a question? Oh, of course you can. So what... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what, Charlie, what did you take away from your session? That's kind of broad. Ooh. Mm. I know that you felt kind of spaced out and relaxed afterwards. I think, yes. Yeah. And sorry, I can I can tell that lag's a little bit bad right bad right now. So I'll try to leave some some, some room and not just bulldoze everything. But um I think that what I took away was just this and we talk about this on the podcast a lot, about this continued uh this just continual being shown that things are indeed I hate to say real, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure, you know, anyone who does anything like this kind of comes in in contact with a level of skepticism from people, Uh, skepticism to maybe straight up uh, people being rude about it, you know, but like just to kind of again and again and again uh, be shown that um, I just I just walked away with a lot of like, oh, yeah, yeah, that dead on. Wow, she knew that? Wow, she knew that too? Okay. Wow, shit. Uh, We talked about stuff that I haven't... I was like purpose... I don't want to say purposefully tucking away, but like I was just like, "Mm, we might not get it. I'm going to try to keep it light. And then in the session, you were just like, oh, hey, I'm picking up (laughs) on this. And you're sort of like, shit. Um, But that's sort of what I took away from it because um, uh, that and also a desire to work this into my routine more which is common when macy and i do these things um you know oh, I love get that. tarot reads or have these experiences just to sort of like be like uh this is something that i think is a healthy self-care practice um all the way through to this is deeply healing and probably needs to happen on some kind of regular basis so i think that's probably the biggest thing i walked away with because i did not come into this as not believing you know and i didn't come into this thinking anything was off limits you know so i was i was already pretty open to it so i think i just walked away like a wide-eyed um simpleton (laughs) it's just like wow that was cool (laughs) yeah we were both we both had the big time like washing machine brain coming out of there. Like, and I, I really like that feeling. That feeling comes through always in times when you can tell stuff was kind of scrambled around. Mm -hmm. Um, And, Mm -hmm. and my answer is kind of similar to Charlie's, you know, like I didn't go in, neither of us went in necessarily skeptical. I mean, we've been doing this too long. We've been doing this too long. We've seen too many things. But I did go in not really knowing what to expect. And it was really interesting to have you zero in on some of the things that you did. And I, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. And it, it, to me, it was just, it made me feel pride for the metaphysical community because there's so much that we can do. Yeah. And I'm, it's just amazing how many different avenues there are of it and just how many talented people that there are. And so that was one thing that I was like, man, not only is it cool that this shit works because it does, but the implications that this shit works mm-hmm. is really cool. And that's yeah. kind of how I was. I was like, man, this is just one mm-hmm. session for me. And there's thousands of people all over the country every single day having Reiki done. Yeah. That's great. That's the progress mm-hmm. that yeah. we need, you know? Um, 
But <laughs> but also that you can do it on yourself. Yeah. It is something that you can do for yourself that you don't have to put yeah. any chemicals into your body. You can just tune into your own healing energy and it's very accessible and you're doing it already. You're just doing it unfocused. So if you just can imagine what kind of effect you could have if you if you really focused and knew what you were doing, mm-hmm. it could change your life. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to go outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't want to. I was very comfortable with the experience. Um, I, I, I think Charlie was too. And that was something that I wanted to at least include in here and end with, or at least have, um, for people that have, are wanting to do this and are perhaps like, like, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know any, I don't know any practitioners around me. I'm going to have to go blind into this, you know? Um, but it was a very gentle and loving experience for me. Um, very eye-opening. And feeling some stuff was crazy cool. Like when you had your hand on my foot, like that was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do recommend it. I recommend it quite a bit. And that's me as someone who is not emotionally open. And then you have Charlie who was more emotionally open. And the experience for both of us was great, which I think is telling. Yeah. It can, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So then, with that, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, thank you for answering so many of our questions. Thank. I'm so glad we we get to go. We got to go into spirits, yeah. which is great. It's not even like a spooky sode. We got to talk about sweet, <laughs> cool, sweet spirits. Um, so sweet thank you ghosts. for that. Thank you for sharing and being on with us. Um, if you want, we can close out anything you've got going on, anything you want to talk about. I know that y'all have your own show. Um, if you want to talk about that or just any things you've got in the works, um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, no, well, I'm laughing only because so two of my other friends up here, we at Yama, we did, um, we're starting a podcast called wisdom. Um, but it's not OM, it's AUM like OM. Um, um but this is a lot harder <laughs> than we thought it was going to be. So we're kind of chucking our whole first season and starting over. Sure. And we're going to use it kind of in a different way. So we haven't even, like, we're just redoing our whole format. And um, yeah. and working with three people, it's been interesting because sure. you've got three different, you know, schedules. Oh, yeah. So, so much respect Schedules. for what you guys oh, do. Yeah. So much respect for what you do. It's been um, fun and overwhelming all at the same time. That's podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's a good wisdom, descriptor yeah. for podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wisdom is going to, will, will be, I guess, released in the next couple of months. Um, I do a lot of yoga retreats um, and that's called Yoga for Your Soul. Um, through Yama Yoga. And I'm actually going to Greece at the end of this month. And then I'm going to India in September. So know that we offer these kinds of trips. We've gone to um, Costa Rica and Peru. And we're just all of the places that I want to see. I'm just creating retreats there. So I can go have the experience. I get it. Nice. So they're very, yeah, super spiritual and really fun. And you get to see a lot of cool sites. Um, and then just always, you know, I offer um, teacher trainings. Um, and again, I take it very seriously. This is this is my job. It's not, uh, you know, it's not silliness. 
um, yoga is such a beautiful way to experience the world. It's a, because yoga itself is not just the movement. Yes. It's such a small part of what yoga is. So at, at Yama, we really get into philosophy and history and metaphysics. So if that's your jam, then this is a great school for you. And the community is badass. Yeah. There's like one thing I like will just to, to pounce on that. I got such a good education and I'm not saying that just cause you're right here. Like I've already <laughs> just in seeing things ups. And, yeah. <laughs> and other, but like seeing other teachers and whatnot from other, like there's already so many things that I got to go through teacher training and have dispelled yeah. that I am seeing still being, you know, that others are being taught. And it's like, I I'm just so happy that it's like, no, it was, it was not all about asana. No. And that's so important. And that when I came in as a teacher, I knew nothing. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to learn a whole bunch of fucking postures. That's all. Yeah. And then immediately it was like, well, let me tell you about these things called the yamas. And I was just like, <laughs> what? Um, it was a fantastic experience. So yeah, I do recommend it. Um, any of y'all in Texas uh, or in the surrounding area, if you want to come do teacher training, I highly recommend come here. You change. Yeah from it. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll let you go. Uh, thank you again. Thank you very much. And uh, you guys are a blast to work with. I really, really appreciate and, it. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> go on. Thanks, and to just sort of cap things off, put a nice little, put a nice little tight end on it here. Tell us where we can find you. Where can we find Yama? Give us your socials. Give us all, all the info. So, um, yamayoga.net is our website. Uh, we're all over Facebook, Instagram, um, just got onto TikTok. Um, I don't do all of my social media. Ooh, okay. Neither do we. we yeah, so I don't know what all of the handles are, but you can just look up Yami Yoga or Yami Yoga Studio yeah. and you can find us everywhere. But we are in Canton, Texas, uh, 29957 State Highway 64, Ooh. the only game in town. If you get lost, all you have to say is, where's Yami Yoga? Because everybody knows where it is. Yes. Yes, we're a yoga studio it's in East Texas. Yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you again. We'll go ahead and give her a close. And um, yeah, we're, we're happy we chatted with you today. Thanks, you guys.